to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Broadcasting from the top floor of the Radio Milk World headquarters in Oakland, California. What? A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. <laughs> I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. I'm known for many things, and strong invectives are one of them. Conan, you have a lot going on right now. It means something. Well, we all deserve to be recognized. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the stuff you're into. 150 people with a massive crowd, you know. We'll sing you a song. You may be led astray. Meatloaf has a Christmas album. For what, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You know, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like it because you're at the beginning, middle, and the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. That's like a science thing, right? That is right! And here we are! Here we are! Brand new year, same old bullshit. It's Photonic Reversal! Welcome, Brenna. How are you? Uh, new year's, new fears. New year's, new fears indeed. Uh, it's, a, it's a new year for good times, for talking, for having having the, the, the goodness with the, the, the stuff and the, the things, etc., uh, all those kinds of things. Things are, bright. things are bright. Are they bright? There we go. Phantom power. They call it <laughs> phantom power. Is that the same as magic? Ah, uh, it's close to it. It's 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 magic if you like microphones. Oh. So we have uh, <laughs> we have a wonderful guest today. Uh, hello, Brenna. By the way, you can Hi. be on mic now. Isn't, great. isn't that great? The miracle Nobody of technology. Yeah, you're you're like your vo- voice has been turned into electricity and then beamed to the listener's ear. Oh, I hope. I hope I hope you're listening. Can you let us know? 
I mean, or something. Just like clap once. I'll can, hear it. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> new year, new fears. So That's my fear not we, being heard. We have a. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, it's funny that they have the. Uh, they, they, we have all kinds of things going on. We have so much to catch up on. So much. So much so stuff much. happened. So much stuff happened so since we were much. in a room together. There's I just. I just want to say, Conan. Yeah. Sitting here with you. Yes. It's really good to be back. Oh, it's really, I, with you. I agree. It's. I've. i I had a. <laughs> I had a niche listener size hole in my heart for <laughs> the past couple months. <laughs> That's a large hole. Yes, it's tens of thousands of people large. Anyway, no, I, <laughs> at least dozens. I, I, I've missed doing the show as well. It's, it's yeah. great to see you, and uh, we have a great 2016. Even even so far as what we have planned, most of which I will not talk to you about yet. You, Brenna, but the pejorative listener, you, I will not. But. I'm excited about 2016 as well. We have lots of stuff we going do. on. There's we a all, lot of stuff. We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, moreover, we got all kinds of stuff tonight. We have Mr. Josh Newton of, uh, of like a bazillion bands, but Shiner, Seasoned Risk, uh, Glazed Baby. He's the guitar tech for Fallout Boy. Wait, uh, Glazed Baby? Glazed Baby, the 90s noise rock band. Who's our I've never heard awesome. that we'll, we'll, we'll play some Glazed Baby as well as uh, I'm some not sure how I feel about this place. <laughs> they definitely had the the market cornered on the blatantly offensive <laughs> band name early on. If he's a baby joke, I don't like I don't like the baby joke things that people do sometimes. Well, it was it was the 90s and he was a young man as well. Well, so we'll talk yeah. we'll talk to Mr. Josh Newton about that. We'll talk about his predilection towards wonderful uh, electrical guitar company guitars he's a, he's an he's an illuminati member a l u m a l u m that's my own coin by the way that's not actually it, a card can carrying. i get the root of that what, like the illuminati plus aluminum oh that's a <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was you sound really, so disappointed now i was searching like, for uh, some <laughs> and it should have been like what and it was like what oh See, there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're gonna talk to Josh. It's gonna it's gonna be awesome. He's a he's a great dude. He's 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 an interesting cat. I'm actually I'm really looking forward to that. It's gonna be should be a good talk. And we have so much stuff to get to uh, before that. Um, so we'll come back. We'll we'll talk about what happened during the break, and you know we'll talk about some of the people that we lost during the break already. Already we've we've, we've lost people, uh, and that's sad. That's always sad when that happens. One of the people less heralded, I would say, uh, that, that were lost was uh, the drummer for the band tilts so oh, tilts was recent yeah was like two days ago right past of cancer the day before david bowie died wow so david uh bowie. ken mccray great dude uh he'd been fighting cancer for quite some time and uh, a lot of people longtime listeners of the show know that there was a tilt song for the theme song of this show for like oh, yeah. maybe the first 40 episodes 50 i don't know someone can fact check me on that but before it was a song that uh, <clears throat> I wrote uh, that is, was a theme song. Brush your sword was off. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Uh, before that, it was a little song called Ozark Bowtie, which is one of my favorite songs by Tilts. Uh, so in honor of Mr. Ken McRae, rest in power, Ken McRae, uh, I'd like to play Ozark Bowtie. goes a little something like this. <laughs>
go. There he is. Uh, that is Meat is Meat, Love is Murder by Zilibin Machinen. And on the line right now with us, we'd like to have a very warm proton conversion welcome to Mr. Josh Newton. Welcome, Josh. Howdy. It's a polite applause for you here. Uh, Josh is a good. Oh, awesome. You're, you, it's good good of you to speak with us. You you are in fact uh, to a certain degree playing a little bit of hooky from from another endeavor. Is that correct tonight? Uh, yes, I I am uh, fulfilling my artistic needs this evening. And, and what <laughs> <laughs> that could be read many ways. But <laughs> how would you, what 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 is the what's the event tonight? Uh, tonight I am playing a rock and roll show with my. I, don't, I guess I really can't say a former band because I'm about to play uh, Shiner. <laughs> we're playing in Pittsburgh. The mighty Shiner, who's who's playing Pittsburgh tonight. Yeah. So we, we, we thank you yeah, for making the time to uh, talk to us. Uh, the, uh, joining us, of course, is uh, my co-host, Brenna Betts. Brenna, say hello. Hello. Howdy. Apparently, that's the only way I can say hi. Apparently, yeah. I've been in Texas recently. I was going to say you got a little cowboy in you. <laughs> I had a layover there the other day, so I think I picked up uh, oh. the colloquialisms. Yes, that's you're a quick one. That's fast. <laughs> so Shiner, uh, so, so, well, might as well. That's a good place to start. Shiner was a band that uh, I always quite liked, but kind of seemed like never quite connected fully with a larger audience. But then, as you guys were gone. It kind of seemed like the legend, especially uh, f- in my world, for that the DeSoto Records record, the one, uh, the Egg. Kind of the legend yeah, yeah. seemed to grow and grow and grow, and I kept meeting people like, "Oh man, have you heard Shiner? It's so good." It's like, "Yeah, I've heard Shiner. Yeah, of course I have. How do you know about them?" <laughs> I think it helps that we weren't really around to sully it up, though. I mean, I you know, if you go away on a decent record, you're all set. So do you think it's just sort of like? <laughs> So you think it's just like you didn't have time to tarnish the legacy is is basically what it comes down to? I mean, that's pretty much ultimately why we stopped playing because we started writing stuff and we were like, well, this isn't really as good as the other stuff, is it? So let's just not. <laughs> wow. I mean, might as well go out on top, right? Yes. Or in, at the no, just right above the bottom at the very. Least. <laughs> I was gonna say, or or at least near like the lower middle or like upper upper lower. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Yeah. Couple of pessimists before, here. You know, you, you pull uh, pull the ripcord right before you hit the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad wow. metaphor. I'm sorry. I take it. Pull the ripcord right before you hit the ground. The Josh Newton story. So oh, yeah, how to blow sad. it? Two easy steps. Well, but you—I mean, certainly—it's not as if you've uh, main, been idle <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. You're—you're you're busy, dude. I, tr- I, you know, I try to stay busy. It's—it's it's good to be busy. Everybody's busy. I think. So you've the, <laughs> the record we just played that was a Zaleba Machinen. That's a German phrase. What? what and I'm—I'm I'm always loath to ask the band name question, but well, are you asking what it means? Yeah, or where well, does it come from? <laughs> you, you you can I know what it means cuz it took 3 years uh dry hour and off the Oberschule but if you would like to tell the listener right audience Whoa. go ahead um well so when you read it do you see it as you or she I I say I say she but I, I know that depends okay. on yeah it, because it, it depends on who's reading the, the the lying of Google Translate led me to believe it was you and uh so it was You Love Machines. You know, I was going as You Love Machines or whatever, just because, I don't know, and my obsession with Six Finger Satellite and Kraftwerk and DAF, it was just like, it's going to be German. 
because that's weird. And uh, <laughs> mission accomplished. But it started because, yeah, I wrote everything on the computer, and it was just me and the machine. So you know, that's where it all came from, and I sent it to Steve. And since nothing, since like nothing was actually recorded together, it was all pretty machiney, actually. Well, and then Scott Evans got involved as well. Uh, yes, he the, did. The mighty Scott Evans. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, I, I I posted on Facebook. I was like, oh, I've got all these songs. They just need to be mixed. And he wrote me and he was like, I'll mix them for you. And I was like, okay. And then I sent them and he was like, yeah, these need to be way more than mixed. <laughs> 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 these need vocals. These need real drums. Uh... Wow. And then, and then, I mean, but he made it become a real thing. So if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have been uh, anywhere as completed as it, as it was. So that was very cool. Well, and he recruited the mighty Chris Bolig uh, to play drums. True. My brother from another mother and ex-bandmate of 10 years and uh, quite the pounder, wow. I might add. Pounder? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a pounder. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, like he's, he's a hard-hitting drummer. A as thumper? Well. Sure. Pound, yeah, pounder? like the Jesus Lizard song? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Like yeah, that. that's good. And then Shannon Core plays in a couple songs as well of uh, many bands: Minot, Greenlight, The Bombers. But, also a badass. Yep. And you know that's cer- that, that certainly piqued my interest before I even knew of the pedigree of like the bazillion bands that you had been in. I was like, oh, he was in Season of Risk. Oh, he was in Shiner. He's in Glaze Baby. Well, actually, I discovered that the other day. I actually forgot. Didn't know. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and yeah, that's, that's 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 when I keep hidden. Really? I keep that one low, low on the resume. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, it's it because was, of the name? Because, I mean, certainly it's a, it's a definitely an evocative name. It's certainly what, as a young man, when I found your record at the record store that I worked at, I was like, wow, Glazed Baby, this sounds awesome. <laughs> the, the name is unfortunately my fault, actually, too. Your fault, huh? How did that come to Well, be? yeah. Well, we had, no, we had, of course, you know, we did the old have shows, no, but don't have a band name thing. Ah, of course. And we were literally near a Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, yeah, they have these bow tie, these glazed bow tie things that kind of look like babies a little bit. It's a oh. super interesting story, I know. But <laughs> I actually like that better than the other the other possibilities. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think of of what the other stuff may have meant. It wasn't really until it was too late that I was like, oh yeah. Huh. There's, I think there's the best. The best. There's a lot the of dark stuff. I ever saw. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really didn't, because I'm not, I mean, I am that, but mostly, like, I just think things are funny, and I had no idea. I think the best review I ever read for Glaze Baby was, because the first record was called Karmic Debt, and it said, what's the karmic debt for calling your band Glaze Baby? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, 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 that, it. It had to happen. You kind of like set them up for the slam dunk, you know. Yeah. You set yeah. me up and I well put played. it in. <laughs> you, you can't well blame people when they... Reviewer. Yeah, when they take the cheap <laughs> shot, you can't really blame them. <laughs> yes. That's... Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's a whole thing, man. It's definitely <laughs> a whole thing. What was the rest of the review? Was that it? Oh, who, who cares that's, about the rest of it? That's just... Psh, done. Yeah, none of it really matters beyond that. <laughs> I mean, was it a good review? Like, that would kind of be an interesting I way. honestly have no... I, I literally, besides being able to quote that perfectly, I have no idea what it, it came from, what it, if it was positive or negative. I have no clue. Oh. But that line absolutely stuck in my head. Well, yeah, that's a good line. Well, speaking of someone that used to review records, yeah, that's kind of what you hope for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I always... I couldn't tell you a single good review any of my records have had. I remember... 
the bad ones. Only the bad ones. That's Aww. that's usually how it goes. No, I'm, I, I'm honestly, I'm the same way. It has to be like something. I would say there's maybe of the many things that I've done, there's two reviews that I remember, and that's because they were so extraordinary in form and function as well as what was said that like I was like, wow, this is just a beautiful piece of writing, and I'm. Like, so yeah. I'm surprised to be a part of it. Like they get <laughs> so worked up about how that much they disliked it that they come up with this beautiful prose to describe how much they disliked. <laughs> that's the, only happened to me like once, the, but that's that. Yeah, the one I really remember was it wasn't it wasn't necessarily well written, but it was just so scathing and such a personal attack on us, like individually as well as the <laughs> record. It was kind of like amazing. For what? For which band? Uh, it was for Shiner for our record Starless. Um, oh, okay. Really? The review is on the, the review is on Pitchfork dot com. Actually, Pitchforkmedia dot com. Oh. If anyone wants to look it up, never heard of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> What's no. that? They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Nobody cares about them. They're never going anywhere with a name like that. Actually, that's something that a, <laughs> a former editor of mine actually said once. Oh, Pitchfork Media, whatever. Psh, they'll never go anywhere with a name like that. <laughs> Oh, he's probably kicking himself now. I think he's like, a, I honestly think he's like a, like a lawyer or an accountant or something now. Like he just like. He's like, screw he's, this. Screw this. I'm done. I was wrong about everything. Pitchfork was right. I'm I think done. that was probably the way to go though. I mean, you yeah. know. I was going to say I'm a little envious to be honest. Yeah. It's probably a little more life security and you know, that sort of thing. Anyways, moving just on. Just a little bit. So in in the aforementioned glazed baby, which is I've a go ahead and probably say this is probably the most glazed baby has been mentioned in quite some time. I mean, I I've certainly oh, yeah. I enjoy the records quite a bit, but it's not it's, just, it's like a name that's sort of like if you know from Glazed Baby, you know that like, oh, this is someone that's probably in like Six Finger Satellite and stuff, but it's like they go even deeper because you guys are a Boston band, correct? If I remember correctly. Boston yeah, Boston Providence. Boston kind of, and Providence, yeah. Back and forth between the two, yeah. And that's always kind of interesting to me because I like sort of unearthing like the links between, okay, how does someone get from there to there? So there was a Shiner season to risk split, correct? Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, 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 Glaze Baby uh, split. Oh, yes, there was. Sorry. There was, yes. I was looking at the word Shiner and I I said it aloud. It's Radio 101. Well, we were both on the label Red Decibel from Minneapolis. And that was how we ended up meeting and being really good friends and eventually that's you know after i quit glazed baby for the 15th or 16th time um <laughs> i they asked me to play bass in season to risk but yeah we, we did a split together because we were touring together and on the same label and all that stuff and uh tying it in with the zaleba machine and record uh, steve tulipana is obviously the vocalist for well i guess that's he really is obviously, indeed. you know season risk but he's a vocalist for season and who i know very well and used to talk to you way back when uh, when it, when like, a, when there wasn't like a facebook and you just emailed other people that were in bands and it felt like you were throwing a bottle into the ocean every time but after the period of time when you would just talk on the phone right yeah yeah there, there was a there was a moment where <laughs> where like bookers were catching up to like they started using email suddenly oh, instead of okay. being like you can never like you might as well email your cat for a while <laughs> and then like people started responding to email oh email your cat that's so cute Look for I'm still just tweeting at dogs. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. the newest version. You right? should tweet at dogs. They'd probably respond faster. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, neither have thumbs. <laughs> so, so season of risk, uh, you, you come on there and that's a uh, thick records. Um, the, the men are monkeys robots win. If I, if I remember correctly. Yep. Okay, good. That is true. 
And Another unfortunate title pick by me. <laughs> How do you do this? I just somehow, like, I trick people into being like, yeah, that's clever, when it's totally not. And then we just, it's too late. It's do printed. You, oh, well. Do you get yep. really excited, and then all of a sudden everyone else is excited? Yeah, and then I'm probably the first one that goes, that's actually pretty stupid. <laughs> well, we've only, <laughs> we've only printed up a thousand, so... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> is there any way we can have a do-over? Right. <laughs> <laughs> can we go back in time? And, you know, a flux capacitor and all that jazz. Yes. You know. Yeah, so we, you know, we're just full of good ideas. We being me, I guess. So, so you're you're playing with Steve in Season Risk, and uh, yes, who already existed. They already were a band that existed before that, and uh, yes, and their bass player joined Shiner. <laughs> oh, really? You okay. switched? No, this. I I took his place. Uh huh. In, in Season Risk, because uh-huh. he joined Shiner. Uh-huh. And oh. then after a couple of years, they uh, needed another guitar player. Oh, funny. How funny. Okay, so that's... how oh, interesting. So <laughs> you guys, you're basically like like, like running a train on Kansas City. I mean, that's... Kind of, yeah. Yeah, is that like Eskimo Sisters or whatever? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Yeah, is, is there a phrase for that? Whoa. <laughs> What's that? Is that a phrase? Oh, oh my. That's your new band. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Eskimo Sisters. Uh, I feel like I'd have to move to like Minneapolis to make that one work. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, maybe you're, it's not quite cold enough there. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you can certainly make it the next album name, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there should be a phrase for that. I don't know what, you know, that I'm, would be. I'm sure there's a few. But okay, moving. Having little to do with 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 season of risk. So you you join season of risk already in progress. uh, After the the base, the guy who did play bass before ends up in Shiner, and uh, yeah. So season of risk, and and we should mention at some point you you made a you made a move. You weren't um, because you're originally uh, New Bedford, I think Massachusetts. That's true. Yes, best heroin on the East Coast, everyone. (laughs) Oh, oh, poorly timed. (laughs) <laughs> uh, poorly timed for me personally yeah well oh okay but uh well yeah it's it's a seaport that's why because you know after they stopped whaling they started importing drugs so. right yeah i'm from florida i understand all of that sort of thing better than i care to admit <laughs> it's it's yeah it's both sad and amazing that all you have to say is you're from florida and everyone's like oh okay yeah i get it i get it it's basically a giant drug import I, Wait, this is like a running. This is like a running joke on the podcast, right? Oh, it is. is. Florida? Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. well, it's, it's a, a j- running joke in my life. Basically, <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's fair yeah, enough. See, it sounds so much nicer when you say it. If I said that, that would make me an asshole. Yeah, but. that's because I'm talking about myself, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm allowed to talk about myself. I'm also from Gainesville, Florida, which happens to be a little bit cooler than the rest of everywhere else in Florida. Kevin, yeah, I mean, you guys had the you guys had the Ripper. Oh no, no, the Ripper. We had Danny Rollins. I, did they call oh. him the Ripper? I don't know if they called That's him so. the Ripper. I don't know. Danny Rollins. I might be. He, um, the Ripper, I think, is from the West Coast. I'm not sure, actually. You oh. might be right. No, Maybe I don't he was know. The- Cut him up, or I don't know. He 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 dismembered people. He would stalk them and dismember women. His only male victim happened to be the boyfriend of a woman who came home while uh, he was 
dismembering his girlfriend. Wow, that's really morbid and awful. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up. I'm glad you could take it to a different level. <laughs> Instead of you, you yeah. again, set it up, and then there's the slam <laughs> Set him up and knock him down. <laughs> so... Well, I mean, I'm from Modesto. I mean, the only claims of fame that the Modesto has is the Night Stalker. George, yeah. Well, we have we have no, we have George Lucas and uh, American Graffiti in the positive column. But we also have Lacey and Scott Peterson. We have Gary Condit, oh, the murdering right. congressman. I mean, we, oh. we have all kinds of like jacked up. Uh, that and that's it. That and the band Granddaddy. <laughs> which, wow. one, which one I of wish... these things is not like the other? Right. I wish everybody else could have seen Conan's face when he said Granddaddy. <laughs> Well, I like Granddaddy quite a bit, but it's just like, and people, when they were getting fetishized in the UK, people were like, oh, Modesto, oh, that must be such a good place to live, mate. I was like, no, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's the worst place in the fucking planet. I got out as soon as I could. <laughs> like, Wasn't Pavement from there or something? Stockton. Too, no? Stockton is the next town. Oh, over. that's that's right. That's right. That's close. Pavement yeah. could, yeah, that's cool. No, Stockton, Modesto. Wait, yeah, so I mean, where are you from? Apart. Where I don't know anything. I don't know where you're from. But wait, we just, I just talked said about it. This. I said New Bedford. <laughs> no. Hello, are you on the show? <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a cold. Guys, guys, give me a break. I have a cold. <laughs> I have tr- all sorts of things that happened in life. Shocks is busted. New Bedford. I'm turning red. No one else can see. <laughs> so, but uh, so you're located over Massachusetts, uh, Rhode Island area. Yeah, but then you moved to true. Kansas City. Yeah. You moved to KC. Uh, I did. Yeah, which is a home of Season Risk and Shiner and whatnot. So, what predicated that move? Was that like were you moving for music, or were you just sick of like the uh, intense winter? <laughs> I just went through and had a good time every time, and it was kind of just having a good time all the time. Uh, um, it was just fun and i liked it and i was sick of massachusetts i was 21 and full of life and uh, <laughs> full of life quickly get beat out of me yeah oh i was really beaten down by life um no but it was cool i had a good time and then as i was getting ready to move there uh season Doris called me and asked me if i wanted to play bass so which is the great and people it's interesting to, to look at things in retrospect and see what legacies have sort of like shown through to like a wider audience and what haven't. But season of risk, like, I mean, I knew about season of risk in Oakland, like that way season of risk was like, you know, not like a big band, but like a band that I certainly as a record nerd and like, you know, noise rock nerd. And, and if someone that's into good rock and roll, I knew who season risk was, was like, Oh, awesome. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. They put the, they, you know, they, they worked hard and they toured a bunch and, you know, made pretty good records and, just kind of the same thing where like just sort of slipped through the cracks, you know? So, and season of risk, at least from where I was at, at the place of just, and you got to remember people that are uh, younger listeners that, that it was a time when you didn't have instant access to all information and every person at all times. <laughs> so bear with yeah. me with that. Before the internet. That's what he's referring as, to. As we know it now. Uh, B.I.? <laughs> B.I. Back before Skynet took control. Oh, that's creepy. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening, guys. But it kind of seemed like Season of Risk were perennially going to be like, oh, a Season of Risk is going to become like a like a much bigger band. Like, I mean, I, I think a, like Sony, Columbia, there there was like a lot of uh, Season of Risk hype and yep. that kind of ultimately didn't really seem to pan out to that larger success. But oh, well, it's like you know the usual stuff happened, like where. When they signed to the label, it was X group of people, and then by the time 
you know, records came out, it was a whole new crew of people doing everything there. So right, right. I think that happened to them like three times while they were on the label. So that didn't help. No, that it doesn't help. And so, and that, but that, I, I do like the fact that, you know, season of risk as a band kind of, Kept kept it going, and then there was like the thick record stuff, and which has the aforementioned yeah, yeah. title of the they, you came up with. They put a record out on um, owned and operated as well, right? Bill Stevenson's label. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of the mighty Descendants and and all. And, That's right. Uh, Black Flag, too. People forget about Indeed. that. Great drummer. Those guys. And I can I need to sit here and consider name bands that Bill Stevenson has been in, or we can continue going down this this train. Uh, so, with Season of Risk, you, and you follow the guy. How did so? How do you end up playing with the guy you replaced in Shiner? How does that come to pass? Well, okay. So when I moved to Kansas City, well, I have to backtrack even before that. So Season of Risk blew through drummers like no one's business. Like they just fired a lot of guys quickly. Um, and they were looking for another drummer, and I suggested a friend from Massachusetts. He joins the band, moves to KC, then I get called to be in season risk, and Glaze Baby had just broken up again after doing a new record. <laughs> and it's like three of or two of us moved there. So both guitar players, myself and the other guy, moved to KC, and Joel started doing sound for Shiner and ended up playing second guitar in Shiner. He moved to Brooklyn to open a crazy studio, and then Shiner needed another guitar player, so I just, just I just took the guy from Glaze Baby's place doing that, and uh, it's kind of always just the same guys doing slightly <laughs> different stuff. Sounds like it, yeah. No, that's it, but it's yeah, interesting it that ultimately is. Well, because these contacts were made, you know, you, you guys made contact when you were just kind of in the in the trenches together, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's always interesting. Exactly. It's like you seem like you... And that's actually how I ended up playing with Unsane for a very short time, too. I didn't even uh, know yeah. that. Jesus. It, yeah, I did one tour playing rhythm guitar for them. Like, half merch dude, half rhythm guitar. <laughs> and, uh, All danger. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, but we played with them in Providence one night when I was in Glaze Baby, and our bass player had taken acid right before we played. <laughs> and I looked over at one point, and he was just, we were playing the songs, but he was just turning his tuning pegs like up and down while playing and singing. And I was like a little uh, unenthused about that activity. I, I can imagine, so, yeah. So was, was that a... As we were loading it. I was going to say, was that, was that Dave or was that the, um, the fellow before him? Um, oh, no, no. That was, this was Glaze Baby that this was happening. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Cool. We, were, we were opening for Unsane. And as Unsane were loading out, I was like super annoyed with our bass player and I was like man if you guys ever need a second guitar player fucking call me up and right. they did <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you ask for you'll be playing for himself yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow they called my bluff so wow. uh, yeah that's, well that's actually kind of awesome cool. that's I mean, amazing it was fun yeah that's really awesome you, you don't really have like a Massachusetts accent uh, if I get drunk or mad, I do. Oh, that's how I am about the South. Yeah, mm -hmm. it comes out. Yeah, if I if I if I'm like yelling at someone in traffic. Yeah. 
There's no R's at all in, in my speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a cute accent, though. I want to hear it. That's what people tell me, and then I get annoyed. I'm, they're like, why don't well, you... Well, get me drunk or angry, and we'll be all set. Okay, there we well, go. We'll <laughs> do, I'll work on that over the radio. I've been trying to get teleport, <laughs> and yeah. it's not working. I'm just apparently not smart. Can't enough. you just, like... Evite me some Jägermeister or something? <laughs> right, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, 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 I'll text you some some beer. How about that? <laughs> Sweet, that's perfect. At least a beer emoji. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Insta drunk. Whoa! What if that was like? What if that was real? What if when you got an emoji, you got that emotion? <sighs> well, I mean, you can get Dominoes that way now. So hey, that's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't, this is the wave I don't of know the if future. I want to live in this world. I'm starting, I don't, to, I'm I don't starting like to feel that. like I need to shake my cane at something really quickly. <laughs> yes. Next Please. time you go through my yard, go around. <laughs> go around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you end up uh, joining Shiner, who uh, was also an- another band that was, you know, to me known, but had not done its formative work which i feel was that that la- the record in desoto the egg which i think as i meant it was you started off the interview saying uh kind of seemed to like the the reputation and the legend kind of grew uh, definitely as the years went on and as as you so modestly put it is because you weren't around to mess up the legacy but it's also a damn good record and that you know that'll go a long way well, that's appreciated yeah it's it's cool i mean we did two songs after that record we did like two songs for the japanese release and those came out really good. They were just different than, I don't know. It just seemed like we were just kind of sick of each other and sick of, you know, doing the thing and nobody really caring but us, <laughs> which sounds more like woe is me, but no. it, it wasn't really like that. It's no. kind of reality <laughs> in some situations. Yeah. Believe me, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so, so when you guys were writing the stuff uh, for the egg, was was it was there like a, any change in in form? Was there any like was it just something where everyone was in the right place at the right time? Was there any kind of like let's make it? This- yeah, there, there there was that, and there was a lot of like uh, turmoil or unpleasantness in our personal lives. Like Jason's mom was dying, and I think my dad had just died, and it was like oh, wow. a pretty somber time for us at that at that exact. That's hard moment. You know, and it was like I think the the space and the weirdness, and not the weirdness, but like it's definitely kind of dark and a little less rock, I think, than some of the other stuff was. No, definitely, it, it has a moody. It's a little moody. Yeah, I guess. I would, yeah, I'd agree with that in a good way. Yeah. Like I don't, I mean, I, I mean that as a compliment, to be clear. But like, yeah, it definitely has. No, no, no. It's green. I'm a moody. moody. Uh, yeah. Moody rock and roll men myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you now? <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm sitting in the shadows right now as we speak. Oh, really? He's too depressed to go on. <laughs> He's about That's to right. flash on us. When is it going to change? You seem perfectly delightful right now. <laughs> Watch out! If he doesn't get his his uh. Weedabix, he's gonna be off yeah, the rails. I I'm gonna work. Gotta get my Geritol in a few minutes. It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> get some Lipitor in your stat. Oh no! I need some dones for my back, please. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Shiner kind of ends up winding down. You said it was largely because you just kind of felt, you know, there was there was a consensus that like, all right, we kind of done our best work. This stuff isn't necessarily up to par. Let's just. W- w- were you just trying to like, oh, what's this part as friends, and you know, call it a good game? Was it like that kind of situation, or? 
yeah. I mean, for the most part, you know, I, I think everyone was probably tired of dealing with everybody else's shenanigans, you know? Sure. Because yeah. it, it just somehow makes it worse when you're not making any money from doing it. <sighs> you're telling <laughs> me. <laughs> I think the yeah. uh, people's quirk can become a little bit more annoying then, but... Yeah. As former you know, guest Buzz Osborne put it, uh, it's the thousand mile walk in the desert for an ice cream cone. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> that melts before you can eat it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. You just end up licking your own arm again. <laughs> Delici- again. Delicious salt. <laughs> oh, it's like sea salted caramel. That's what it is. Oh, come on. Sea salted caramel. The famous Bay Area ridiculousness where we put salt in everything. Uh, yeah. So I think I'm getting the high sign from my band people. Okay, well, then we, we will... <laughs> we didn't even get through the story of my pathetic life right now. No, I've... Oh. I, okay, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, Josh. You have a Shiner show to play, so we will yeah, let you go oh, do I'm, that. <laughs> I guess I will. Yeah, the, thinking P- Pittsburgh waiting, you know. Yeah, can you just p- tell Pittsburgh to hold the fuck on for a second? You're on, per- you're on Protonic Reversal, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I feel like, I don't know. We didn't even get to the main course. Uh, we, well, <laughs> you can come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll we have like you, you. We'll have you back on. We, we got up. We got up to a certain degree. We'll, we'll pick up where we left off at some point. Uh, it's, it's it's great to have to you. To be on continued. There. To be continued. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you for having me. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, sorry, I gotta go. Uh, ha- have have a great show, man. Thank you. Good luck. Good night. All right. There he is. Mr. Josh Newton. Let's hear. uh, Why don't we go ahead and hear. uh, Let's hear a Shiner song from the egg. So this is. uh, This is the truth about cows.
right. That was some Glaze Baby. That was Glaze Baby with... Uh, we are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... <laughs> it's not Sting. It's Glaze Baby. Sorry. Okay. No, I can't Face read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Honey? Sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? It's, it's Sting is going to do... It's a video. <laughs> Sting video. What is for credits? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? How does he not know that? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, <laughs> four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nope. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> That's right, doing it live here on Radio Nope, Protonic Reversal. What do you think was going through his head? I think he's, just, he's visibly annoyed at everything. Like, he's yeah. he's definitely just pissed off. He's I, pissed. I had this, like, thought, because, you know, I like to, you know, be objective. But <laughs> it's like it's a magician gone awry. It's like, a rock, it's like when someone um, has too much power... And that's definitely Bill O'Reilly in a nutshell. They have too much power and they take advantage of it and turn it into this control, like weird uh, projecting onto other people. I fuck it. Live. Okay. Well, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. What mental disorder do you think that is? <laughs> Extreme anger. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but the uh, we've been. And for those listening to the live feed, we had some reports of technical difficulties on one of the streams that's oh. now, been, now been resolved. So that's, oh, that, that's why I decided to, <laughs> to dredge up that 2015 bit because we're not all new for 2016. It is the same old crap with, yeah, with a new true. rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Same old stuff. That's the whole thing. Hold the phone for a second. The Gregorian calendar means nothing anyway. It's just some shit we created. Exactly. It's, 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 <laughs> I mean, ultimately, <laughs> what, when it comes down to it, it's all losing anyway, right? It's it's like every every part of everything is just uh, you, you know, uh, come on, really. <laughs> well, I mean, we've done a lot of work to get to this place. Time's just a like flat every circle. Said Nietzsche, shut the fuck up. Put it down. Clearly, we're not on terrestrial radio right now. Time is not a flat circle. (laughs) This this dude says? Time is a flat circle. I said, Nietzsche, shut the fuck up. Put it down. (laughs) It is circular. I Uh, don't believe it's a flat circle. So our our guest, Mr. Josh Newton, is rocking with the band Shiner in Pittsburgh right now. So we, the show shoulders on. We'll, we'll have him back. That's uh, that yeah. that's, I like him. He seems like a sweetie pie. Stuff happens when you party naked. We didn't even get around to, uh, his, he's a, a card carrying member of the Illuminati. He, he's, he's, he's an, wait, he, what? Really? He's an EJ, not the Illuminati, the Illuminati. Oh, <laughs> he's an EGC enthusiast <laughs> foreman. For the, yeah. Just like last time. Gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back, back it up there, son. I have a short-term memory of a fly. <laughs> that sounded like a fart. Sorry. That's a record scratch. Excuse me. <laughs> um, kept featuring a... Uh, uh, let's try that again. The former guest, Kevin Burkett from the Electrical Guitar Company. He, he's an enthusiast. So we'll have Josh back on. He's got to rock for people. What are you going to do? Uh, you know, God bows to math. We bow to Shiner. 
But God, it, God it, bows to math since it's when? Minimum. You don't oh. know that? No. Oh man. What record is that on? That's uh that's on um the double double the nickels and the the, the, the double the nines. <laughs> We got plenty to talk about, though. I think we, I have that one. We have a we have dead. Well, I hope so. It's one of the best punk record, punk rock records ever. This one, you don't remember the song? I mean, it's it's kind I, of like no, it sounds familiar. It's a good joiner song. Oh. But I, I, any any excuse to play the Minutemen, I'm usually down. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, life changes. <clears throat> Nobody else can see Conan's face. That's where I would drop the bass. <laughs> walk off the stage. <laughs> I dropped in, I walked away, and cashed done. my check. <laughs> done. Done and done. Um, uh, no, it, hey, so we got, I mean, it, you know, it's it's a bummer that Josh had to, what's well, not a bummer? It's, well, it's a bummer for us. It it's great for the is. people of Pittsburgh that they get to see the band Trainer play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll have we'll have them back on. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of where we're at with that. So much stuff happened while while we were gone. So yes. much like it's so hard it's to process. Unbelievably hard to process. So we we gave a salute to Ken McRae of Tilts, mm-hmm. who sadly lost his pants. He didn't lose his pants. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't make light of the situation. He sadly lost his pants. What's this? Cancer. Oh, that's way different. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I can't I'm believe an, you just said I'm that. an idiot. Fuck. And then he drops his bass. He drops his something and walks out. Uh Ken McCray, excellent drummer of of Tilts, uh Shame Club, Super Jam, many others. But of course most notable to the show. From, as the drummer of Tilts lost his battle with cancer on Sunday, and he was a hell of a drummer, a hell of a guy. I I, yeah, I wouldn't say I was like buddies with the guy, but I certainly shared some some awesome interactions with him, and I got to see him play. It was great. The former theme song of the show was a Tilt song. We're big, big fans here. Big fan, big fan. So much so that I gonna completely butcher the obituary earlier. But uh, it's okay, uh, moving on. But there was there have been many other passings as well uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, one of which was the day after Mr. Ken McRae, which was David Bowie. Yeah, that's a big deal. He kept his cancer secret. He did, <clears throat> and those in the know can kind of read that like you know, something was up. Something was kind of weird for sure, but definitely like he chose to go out on his own terms. He put out a record on the Friday before he he dies on the on the Sunday night, and he put out a record on the Friday. Like he went out swinging, easily. Like I, I mean, whether you like the music or not, and it's pretty cool. Um, it's way different than the record before it, too. Yeah. And he never stopped. He kept doing what he wanted to do. That's kind of like how it is. It's impressive. And he was absolutely gorgeous, even up until the end. Definitely. I mean, he definitely he maintained all the swagger that he had over his many incarnations over the years. I hope I age that beautifully. One can hope, right? And that last video, and I'm. I don't know why. I'm not really a video person. Maybe because I did it for money at some point. Like, I made, that like... probably m- is why. I don't usually care about music videos, but, like, I... Like, maybe it's this mm. reason that killed the love mm. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that might be there it. There you go. That might be it. But I watched the video for... was it? Black Star? What, what, what's the one with the... Uh, Black Star uh, was on the most recent... 
release. You know the one I'm talking about. The 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 one that's uh has the video where he's uh he's um um like in the bed and he's like floating over the bed and like it's Whoa. like it's have you seen this no maybe you don't know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well it's fantastic it it, it, it's a really well it's all the more poignant now because it yeah. was i mean now he you know you but know no one that, knew but he knew and he made this yeah, it's just like beautiful. Oh, always being bowie <laughs> you know it's beautiful always gonna do bowie that's
That's right. That was some David Bowie. The great David Bowie. Let's hear another David Bowie. This is uh, one of my favorites.
There he is. The dearly departed Mr. David Bowie with Heroes. One of my favorite songs of all songs. That, good song. That Ebo is haunting in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Very poignant. Yeah. All of his songs. Effortless masterwork like most of his, lot, no, I'd say most, quite a bit of his stuff. Even when there's some nonsense, it's, it's Bowie, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I love, uh, actually, our guest, who's currently rocking on Sage Shiner right now, Josh Newton said, this is from Twitter, you understand. He says, if I take anything away from the passing of David Bowie and Lemmy, it's to do more art. Life is short. Do the thing that makes you you. Oh. Which I'm like, yeah, That's man. so sweet. That's fucking A. I like that guy. Yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot this year and more recently about the idea that you don't get to choose when people come and go from your life. No, and you've had some very notable experiences of late with that. Would you would you care to I don't know, do you is that something you want to talk about or there's I so can. much. Like normally I'd be like, Oh, our guest ba- our guest had to go after like a half hour. Like we got all this time to fill, but like I'm like, Oh, we're gonna be able to fit it all in. Yeah, so. I know. I know. There's some big stuff happening for both of us really. Yep. Yeah, I know I mean I can talk about it. I might get emotional, but my um my coworker That's great for the radio, so please <laughs> <laughs> My coworker passed away really tragically last week. Yeah, that's awful. It's like unbelievably sad and I had no idea how much pain she was in and she's just a wonderful person. <clears throat> and, was, was this yeah. something that was, was, was anyone aware that she was like? Um, it, I d- we don't really know exactly. Um, two of her friends died, um, one on Christmas and one on Christmas Eve. Oof. And then I think everything just kind of spiraled out of control in her life for her. And I, I mean, as her boss, I saw things, I saw that something was wrong and I wish I could have done more for her. I, I tried, I mean, I, I'm the, I'm the type of person that will try to do anything to help, but there are limitations to what we can do for people in our lives sometimes. There absolutely are. And you can't force anyone to do anything, really, at all. You you can extend the hand. You can lead the horse to water, you know, yeah. so to speak. But, yes, they have, they have to be able to make that choice, and they have to be in a place where they can't make that choice. And some people, however it ended up, you know, ended up in a place, end up in a place where they can't or... yeah. It's really hard. I, I mean, the idea of losing a coworker is kind of weird too, because you only know each other in this certain From context. Work. Yeah, context, which is also strange working in the service industry because you deal with the public, and the you know a lot of people that you serve like they're kind of your friends, and sometimes they're more than your friends, and sometimes they're more than customers. But then a lot of them, like, are just customers that you enjoy seeing, but, you know, like, whatever. If you don't see them, um, it's not a big deal. But, you know, the idea that they care about us, too, is weird. Well, yeah, and it's an interesting (laughs) dynamic, right? I mean... Yeah, like, you're not... (laughs) You're kind of, like, trying to accomplish something, whether it's as mundane as just getting through the day... But you have this common 
in the trenches kind of thing going on, but you also, you're not necessarily going to be buddies with them. You don't know much about their life necessarily. Like, what are they, what are they up to? Like what? It dep- I mean, it depends. Like I've, you know, become I've become friends with customers. I've dated customers that were, you know, of mutual acquaintances through other things or whatever, you know, like. There's listeners that are asking where you work. When you <laughs> Not kidding. That didn't really happen. Uh, Oh, damn it. You know, but like this person was very, very new, Emily. Um, She was very new. So a lot of the customers didn't really know her, but we knew her. And when you work with someone every day, you often like see the best side of them, I think, because you have to put stuff aside at work. Sure. And then in certain situations, you see the absolute worst side of them, but that's usually like that's this, a, thing too. a very uh, escalated situation and it usually is under pressure. It just kind of comes out and then it goes away and you have to let it go. So then you're back to seeing the best side of them. And it's it's strange. The idea of like, losing someone from that and especially me being like a role model for these people that I work with. You're in a leadership position. I'm in a leadership position and yeah, I feel responsible for all of their lives and they're very sweet and I love them all so much. And I saw a lot of myself in her. I see a lot of myself in her and I kept telling her, you know, advice things because I remember when I was her age and I was trying to like tell her how to like stop it from getting worse right, because right. I've been there. The, the harsh life experiences that come from knowledge. Yeah. It's from being older. And it's just like weird when, you know, everyone makes a choice in this life and we all every single minute of your day you make a choice in what you do what you choose to say what you choose to how you interact with people all of those things are choices and you the one thing is you you can't control other people and you don't get to choose when people come and go from your life so true as much as you might like to sometimes you know and every every like moment of your time is valuable because it's your time it's your life even if it doesn't feel like it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens to me constantly. I mean, constantly. <laughs> we get caught up in like whatever mundane shit. It's winter time. Winter time is hard. It's dark. It's cold. You get in a rut because your body kind of wants you to be in a rut because you have to slow down because it's cold and harsh. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's well, so for me, and normally I, I would not mention this on the show but for me the the time around christmas and new year's is always kind of weird but not in the ways it is weird for a lot of people for me Mm -hmm. that's a that's it's a time to do things that Mm -hmm. oh cool i've got some time to do things oh but no one else is available to do anything and i can't actually do any of that stuff so what what i've turned it into is an exercise of patience over the years yeah for me which is good Mm -hmm. for me because i'm not a patient person ultimately and yeah that's a good lesson the difference for me is that you know i I got sick this new year's like literally the the day of like new year's eve like i was like i absolutely have a cold for like the first time in like two years and i'm very clearly not going to be able to do any of the things that i wanted to do and i sort of reconcile that that's gonna have to be okay yeah (laughs) you know and that's right your body forced you to stop yeah it was was like hey asshole (laughs) you've done enough guess what (laughs) 
<laughs> that that's not happening right now. And furthermore, sit the fuck down. Yeah. So we end up watching Drunk History. <laughs> you know, and that's New Year's. Which Hooray. is pleasant. <laughs> Which is fine. It it it's fun. It's a good time. I hate New Year's anyway. Like, you don't have to have some extravagant, ridiculous... I'm going to go to eight places and see every person I've ever met in my life and hug them and kiss them and tell them Happy New Year. And you that's don't why have to I, do that. That's why I so desperately wanted to do the Protonic Reversal New Year special. of Just like, hey, everybody that doesn't want to do these things, here's a place for well, you. Now you like, have more out. time to plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Practically a whole year to like work it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean. But yeah, whatever. Bigger, I, I somehow better. managed to turn the conversation around to me, which is hilarious, but. Yeah, oh, that's it's it's fine. It needed to happen anyway. You went to Hawaii. That's largely why that pro- we did. Protonic it's, reversal thing didn't happen. It's flipping. Well, yeah, I, I you were there for a while, like two weeks. We were there for two weeks. Yeah, we did a week in Oahu and a week on the Big Island. So we hung with uh, former guest of the show, uh, Mike Murkowski. Cool on Oahu, and it was fantastic. Honolulu is kind of like big American city, but also with great, amazing beaches. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it kind of just has that same sort of feel. But once you get away from Honolulu and get out into, like, the North Shore, I especially like, I don't surf. I don't know how to surf. But I really love the North Shore where you kind of get away from mm-hmm. civilization a little bit and mm-hmm. get into, like, people that are like, oh, you're just here because you want to be here. Whether you're mm-hmm. just like, I like waking up every day and walking out on the beach and green yeah. in the morning. and Or, like, I this is, like, the best waves in the planet and, like, I want yeah. to be here. Whatever. Like, it's it's just an interesting vibe that... You know, it takes a minute to get to, and I, I feel, I actually felt a little bit of pity for people that stay at, like, a resort hotel, like, oh, we just go to a place in Waikiki, and we just go to the beach and go back to our yeah, hotel. Yeah, I felt that way in Kauai. Yeah, it's I'm like, weird. Oh, what are you doing? You're, like, You're missing so out. so much more. Ah, there's so much yeah. stuff. So, yeah, you know. You got the good tour. Yeah, and, like, you know, I got to hike the Cocoa Head Crater, Diamond Head. Cool. And uh, we saw, you know, there's so many fantastic things. Um did I learned to snorkel, snorkel for the first time in two different locations, which both was, which is badass. Turned out I'm pretty good at it and like it a lot. Oh, cool! Which that's is, good. Which is neat. I'm really bad at snorkeling. Really? Seawater. Yeah, seawater can be. It can be seawater in your snorkel. Not good. No. <laughs> Did that happen to you? Seawater in your snorkel coming up, uh, Gilman <laughs> on uh, January seventh. Yeah, no, it, uh, a little bit. I, I I got the hang of it pretty early on, actually. Yeah, so I, I, I that's okay. good. Great. Not to like toot my own horn, but I'd never done it before and kind of like figured yeah. it out pretty quick. Uh, so that was fantastic. We saw all kinds of amazing things there, and then we went over to the Big Island of Hawaii, and we actually drove the entire thing, which they have every type of zone that you can think of so there's like the there's more arid and like vaguely mountainous region where they grow coffee right like it's Mm -hmm. very like there's not a lot of rain Mm -hmm. it's perfect for like growing crops there's a lot of sun Mm -hmm. uh so there's that and we did a coffee tour with on the mountain thunder where they make everything there they like they grow it they harvest it and they like bag it up and send it to you if you feel so inclined like like just like cool and they all take care of each other which i thought was like super cool like oh everyone Kind of like they act like a co-op, if, even if it's not a co-op. Like, you know, when, oh, we are, our crops were devastated by this you know, locust or whatever. I, mean, I don't think there's any locust in the Big Island. But, you know, like whatever. Like everyone kind of looks out for each other, which I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. really interesting. And kind of like, and I know being someone that works in coffee, I'm sure this is something like you were well aware of. But like there's all kinds of like intricacies to 
the production of coffee that's like, oh, this is not like being harvested by big machines and like yeah. sent to all these like four corners of the world. Yeah. This is just kind of like, oh, there's like a, you know, a gecko named Norman that like hangs out over there and like you can, <laughs> and like, you know, it's chill. You can come over and like hang out or not. Yeah. That's, that's also awesome. And they make everything there and it's grown right there and then it goes in the bag here and then it, you know, and that's why it costs like $10 more than the stuff you get from, you know, competitor A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. So that was like super cool. So there, there's that, and then you know, as you go further down the island, you kind of end up seeing. And for me, I'm, I'm a volcano nut. I've always wanted to see a volcano. Really, my entire life, my entire wow. life, I've always wanted to. See. And yes, every fucking asshole is like, "Oh, well, Mount Shasta." <laughs> Mount, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm talking about a volcano with the fucking lava, and you know what I'm talking about, asshole. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! And at least three people are like, "Oh, you don't have any." Yeah, I fucking get it. <laughs> Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I want, like, with the lava and, like, the stuff. What I mean, movie is it where he, like, something versus the volcano? Joe versus the volcano. That <laughs> Have you seen that movie? I've, I've definitely seen it. I haven't seen it since I was, like, five or something. I don't even remember. Joe. <laughs> is not Tom Hanks? Uh, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that is that the one where he fights the volcano? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he fall in the vo- volcano? I don't remember what happens in that movie. Joe Anyways, versus, anyway, saw a volcano. Having little to do with, with Joe versus the volcano. So, yeah, so we there's all these different regions, right? And we got to see all the areas where, like, the lava mm-hmm. overtook the road. And, like, oh, That's there's, like, cool. a mangled, like, that used to be someone's building, and now it's, like, some crazy melted steel. That's cool. You know? That's really And here's cool. just, it, it's crazy. And for me, I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. This is awesome. And, and, and we, if when you go on to Kilauea, when you start driving up to it, um, it's a temperate zone. It's a kind of a jungle. Mm-hmm. So there's a town called Volcano that is on Volcano Village. It's on the side of the volcano. Literally, it's on the side of the volcano. And it's one, huh. of, those, it's one of those ones where it rains every like five minutes for like oh. two minutes. <laughs> I'm familiar with that. Yeah, like it's, it's crazy. Uh, but it also means that there's this lush tropical jungle everywhere, which is like crazy and awesome. So we yeah. I, I spent all this time at the... Um, Volcano National Park, and we got to see like the the lava tube, the Thurston lava tube, which is amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, all kinds of other things. And 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 we got to see the active crater. It has a Kilauea with the, the steam vent that's active, and it actually was clear as fuck that night. So we totally lucked out that like it had, because it you know it's a winter, and even in the winter in Hawaii is like oh it's raining now and now it's not, and like whatever, it's not that much different from anything else. But the visibility was incredible just to see like oh here's like land being created here's like the the process of like the world renewing itself right in front of you mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. cool right it's really cool oh by the way this guy's from napa is next to you okay cool well i'm looking at this now <laughs> you know like it's it, it nuts it was like and so they don't let you into the active kilobyte crater but there's another crater that's next to it that's was active in like the 50s and 60s uh-huh. and you can hike it can you so, see lava did you see molten lava? So from a distance, they they don't let you lava. They don't let you like <laughs> jump in it. Like apparently you do in Joe versus the volcano. I guess uh, I don't really remember that movie too well. I don't but, either. <laughs> uh, so the next day, I uh, w- went back and to hike the crater that that you can hike. And actually, that day was rainy, which was awesome. It was mm-hmm. awesome because it weeded out like the, the lesser elements, like the, the people that were like, you know. You the, mean the lesser humans? The, 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 the snap snap, like, you know, shorts wearing American tourists, like they were nowhere to be found. It was like very deserted. Hey, photographs are very valuable I, to some people when they're done right. I, 
I'm fine with photographs, but there's a certain type of person that, that I'm speaking to, and none of <laughs> none of them were around. I had a really funny thought last night. Is it okay to bring a selfie stick with you on these t- sorts of trips? I, I guess so, because they were fucking lousy with them, like in every place I saw them. <laughs> yeah, they had these goddamn sticks, and I was like, really? Fuck, All why up don't in you your just, business? Yeah, why don't you just like ask somebody near you of these many people that are near you to take a picture and like have a, a contact with you another have to human talk being? Talk to humans? No, I couldn't possibly do that. Let me grab my selfie stick. Jeez, I was thinking. I pictured myself. In, <laughs> I pictured myself in front of the pyramids with with a selfie picture stick. Picture <laughs> yourself with a stick with a camera. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. The loneliest place with the most Instagram <laughs> likes. I want I want a picture of me standing in front of the pyramids with a selfie stick. That'd be so funny. But not Just, like from the picture, like no, someone no, else the picture taking of the picture. It, that, that includes like, the full. Like, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that, that, that'd be great, and, and yeah, you you have a whole thing with that. So, but. So I got I got to hike the the one that was active in the fifties and sixties. That's that, really that, cool. That crater with basically no one around, which is basically nice. like walking on an alien planet. Yeah. Because the interesting thing about lava, you think of lava, you think about devastation and everything is destroyed and whatever. But the thing is, it's some of the richest earth that you can find on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's incredible is that there's like trees just sprouting out of these like your craters and like you mm-hmm. know. So it really it look it was like being on like a misty alien planet. I was like, this is awesome. And the, for me, I was like, for my birthday, that's what I want. I want to see the goddamn volcano. <laughs> I believe I actually. Damn it! I actually said it like that at some point. I was like, oh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna happen. I want to see you're the goddamn volcano. A, you're like, Get off my lawn! <laughs> no, I was I, I was like I've never you know I. Never really honestly thought that was going to be a possibility because of the life decisions that I made, which is most good to dedicate myself to my art and put everything towards that. Mm-hmm. So I got to see the goddamn volcano. And it was fucking great. And uh, we got to see Calapana where, again, where the lava like overtook the road. <laughs> it's like drilled through the lava and like you're like, oh, okay, there you go. There's lava on both sides of us. And this is where everyone like, you know, got to slowly see their homes be destroyed and be like, well, our shit's going to be gone in three days. <laughs> And that's just like that's just the way it is. You know, move on with your life. Wow, that's like yeah, they live with impermanence. And Puna especially was especially awesome because uh, the Big Island of Hawaii, it's like one hundred eighty thousand people probably for the whole thing. Whereas Uh Oahu is something like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand, mostly because of Honolulu, right? Right. So the Big Island's a lot bigger in scale and scope, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot fewer people involved. Lots of churches. I don't know, lots of churches in the yeah, because we 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 came over and took their culture, yeah, and well, forced upon our yeah. our Christianity, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. So that was that was badass, and I like Puna so much because it was like mostly locals. Like it was a far enough out away from the beaten path, you didn't like get a lot of tourists in there. So that was neat. Cause like the tree tunnel where there's these natural tunnels, like the trees make and all, all these amazing natural wonders and things. And it was, it was really cool. And it was interesting for me being someone that, you know, like it or not kind of has to live by insane schedules and like, you know, not over schedule, but definitely like time for this. Now, now it's time for this. Now it's time for you that. Need now an it's time for this. Yeah. There's well, and there definitely was an itinerary and, and, and things that like I, I wanted to do and we did them, but like it, it was a different feel because there's a, a distinct lack of immediacy 
that's yeah. not in a, not in a bad way. Like there's a single, yeah, there's just no. like you know, like no, you're on vacation. Back. You should like in the whole feel immediacy. Oahu and the Big Island both like definitely both had their the, the feel of just like all right, well, you know, it'll happen. What's gonna happen? And then like that ends up rubbing off after you for a while. So we went to like the bakery that's the um, the southernmost bakery in the in the United States. That's not like a territory and had like malasadas with these incredibly rich Portuguese donuts. Oh, like, like a hundred thousand calories to look at them. You know, it's <laughs> wait, what, 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 what is it filled with? What is it like? I mean, they have ones that's like all different kinds. Like they have like, uh, you know, vanilla chocolate, but they have, um, and we had a couple of malasadas as well. We had a, and Mike was good enough to get us one in Oahu as well. Um, the big one is, uh, uh what is it? The, uh, <sighs> I can't remember what the, what the name of the, Ooh, of the fruit is right now but it's pineapples it, no 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 you would think <laughs> right yeah you would think but just kidding uh, that was a joke uh, yeah. well there's lots of we did the dole tour in a while oh, which, is, cool. which was totally and absolutely um tourist as hell but that we went to oh. the, the world's second largest um outdoor maze Whoa. Which is super cool. fucking cool. And even though it just like rained like super hard, so it was like, you know, things everywhere. But you have a, um, you're able to uh, uh, go to these different checkpoints and the idea is you like hit all six checkpoints or whatever. And like every time you go there, you can, you uh, do a trace of the thing that's there and that shows that you did it. And then they, they time you for mm-hmm. it. And the funniest thing about that <laughs> is that I did, I did it with the Mike Pekowski and we, is Oahu, mind you. And we got four of, if, it, if it's six of them, let's say it's six. Sure, it's six. We did five of the six. Cool, great time. Killing it, killing it. And then apparently we blasted past the sixth one at like four or five times. Just like right past it. Didn't see it. Wow. Every time. So our time ended up being like a little, either a little bit under average or a little bit over average. I actually don't remember. Um, but it was it was amazing. I mean, it's not like, it was an outdoor maze that ultimately is shaped like a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, you know that that's, a, that's the whole thing. That's a really challenging maze. It, it is, uh, it, but it was great. It, it was it was really. That's really cool. Is it? Is it? That's like a that's a labyrinth, right? Yeah, I mean it, that's exactly what it was. I mean it was a, you know it was. There's no bull though. There was not the minotaur talking about. Min- minotaur, yeah. <laughs> the mythical no. creature, oh, demons. I think you mean the minotaur. Really? <laughs> Uh, can you mean the Minotaur? <laughs> uh, um, uh, excuse me, uh, just um, real quick correction. Uh, I think Minot means the Minotaur. I I, I know about Math Rock. <laughs> I'm very curious about Math Rock. <laughs> yeah, so so back over, back on the Big Island, Puna, we got to go see kind of you know this is the natural hot springs and all these like these incredible natural wonders, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this is a very beautiful thing. It was it was awesome. Like it was. I'm not someone that. Like, relaxing to me is, no, I get to do the work I want to do now. <laughs> That's relaxing. Like, I, I'm, like, constitutionally incapable of relaxation as the normal human knows it. But, you know, I, I, I definitely came as close as I can get to relaxing uh, for a very long time. And it was, it was very... I understand now why everybody goes to hawaii and basically i'm gonna move here and i'm gonna (laughs) open up a shop and you know sell boogie Mm -hmm. boards like everybody's like i'm just gonna like hang out here all the time yeah like i get it i totally you would get so bored yeah because the thing is it's you're like man this is the best ever and like all right there's nothing happening like i asked the dude in kona which is like the tourist section in the big island 
um, I was like, hey, so like, do you ever like get bands come through here or anything? He's like, oh, no, not at all. It's like Oahu has some nightlife and some bands come there, but nobody comes here ever. There's yeah. nothing happening. It's like the I'm most like, oh, remote wow. island in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, and it, you know, it makes sense. It's 3,000 miles from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's badass, but like you, that isolation is part of the part of the thing right like you're, you're not mm-hmm. going to be like oh see so and so coming here nope guarantee you they're not yeah, <laughs> yeah it's sad because um well for one thing before the white man came to right. <laughs> Hawaii, um the natives had actually like eradicated all disease from their island you know that iron main song i'm, ta- I'm singing right Delighted. I think so. I don't know. I was tuning it out, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that reality, Okay, go honestly. Ahead. A lot of the smaller islands have a huge problem with meth, actually, because yeah. one, f- one of my friends is from Kauai, and I stayed there with his cousin. And I met some people that grew up on that island in Kapa, and... It's kind of like weird. It's sad. It's sad for the them, like my friends who are Hawaiian, to see them, to see these people they grew up with, went to high school with, like struggling. Just like having a rough go of it. Just well, you know, doing that. Yeah, like, I mean, I met these guys on the beach, and I was like, wow, this guy is like really wants to be helpful and is really intense, and I like don't wow. know if I trust you. This guy really likes Malasadas. <laughs> yeah. It was it was interesting, and then when they left, someone said something to me, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. That's really oh man, sad. It's just sad because there's nothing to do, and like their industry is tourism, and there's a lot of contention w- with tourists there because people come and like you know disrespect their culture. Their culture is very deep. It is. They have a lot of like rituals and stuff." They do. And nothing it doesn't have anything to <laughs> do with Iron Maiden, but No. I'm sure <laughs> It's such a gout. Well it's about the white man coming in and fucking up everything, basically. Yeah. That's I mean it's kinda how what happened. There are no Nubians left. There are some Nubians left in Africa, but There are I mean, yeah, and so so anyway, I guess the the sum totality of the story is that yeah, we had we had a fantastic time. <laughs> we had a fantastic time. It was uh, it was it was great. It was it was relaxing. It was everything. I got to see the volcano. I got to see a volcano for my birthday. How fucking cool was That's that? That's really got cool. To, like snorkel That's with like awesome. all kinds of manner of. Uh, did you see any whales? Well, uh, we did not yeah, from a distance. From a distance, but we did. Oh, cool. Meet a very nice sea turtle on a black oh, sand beach. Black I sand love beach. turtles. Yeah, I like great. turtles. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, say that again? I like totals. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Can't believe life presented that. There Everything you go. It's complete now. Well, on the, since we were talking about meth, uh, we, we should also uh, uh, tip the hat to uh, Mr. Lemmy Kilmeister of Motorhead. Uh, this is, oh, uh, who also, yeah. RIP. So this is Dr. Rock. Sand you need. 
that was Tilts with um, Titanium Falcon. Titanium Falcon. Again, shout out to Mr. Kim McRae. R.I.P. Rest in power. We also, before that, had Dr. Rock by Motorhead, the, the enigmatic Lemmy Killmeister. Killmeister? That's kind of weird and sad. <laughs> well, I mean, he was, you know, it sounds tough. It's a tough dude. There's lots of lots of speed flowing around. It's a whole thing. That's, yeah. Let's listen to a Shiner song. Okay, I I mean if you can if you can swing it, I, I think I think we can pull it.
that Shiner with the egg. That uh, features the talented Josh Newton, our guest from earlier in the show. And they could very well be playing that song right now as we record this because they're playing at Pittsburgh. Let's right just now. assume they are. Let's assume they are, yeah. Well, that, that, that's usually how life works out, right? Yeah. And, I mean, you're, like, incredibly in, in tune, so yes. it's probably... My chakras are aligned <laughs> with uh speaking of which <laughs> speak you speak i believe i believe you have a great intro you have, you have an you have an announcement i'm uh, going to egypt wait go, 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 hold on hold on we, we gotta do this right really i mean go here well, well, how do I do? conan i'm going to egypt oh my god they shot him <laughs> I don't have that because I broke the iPad. So. Oh, damn it. That <laughs> I'll just sucks. get it back. Oh, my God. They shot him. <laughs> That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, That's awesome. Thanks. I'm doing a 13-day meditation tour where we go to seven of the pyramids that actually end up... The pyramids were built for a very specific reason, mm-hmm. um, and they they line up with the seven chakras. To store grain is what I understand. Of the body. <laughs> to store grain. Yeah. Scored to Ben with, Carson. T- with like 20, <laughs> that, yeah. That guy, that, it's so, like, sorry to threadjack the conversation, it's but okay. like when, when this, when he loses badly, he can be like, wow, yeah, that guy. Was that guy seriously even considered <laughs> to be president? <laughs> Really? He can barely string a sentence together. Yeah, I know. Seriously. He's a nutball. It's ridiculous. I believe that they were using the pyramids as sound therapy, um, sound vibration therapy, um, because they're pitch tuned. They're also clocks, and the sun sets in a certain way. So on my birthday, which is the equinox, we do a meditation ceremony or meditation in the temple that it was built for uh ra the sun god mm-hmm. which it's spring so it makes sense and at that on that day that is the only day of the year the sun sets b- behind it and illuminates one side of the pyramid it only happens on the equinoxes mm-hmm. and it you know like sets in a certain way and illuminates the side of the pyramid so we're going to take a carriage ride to this pyramid and um be there meditating during this th- there that you time. go that's kind of and yeah so much stuff so much stuff i've been doing nothing but trying to save money <laughs> to do this i just paid for it on friday though oh good i so just have a, i have a plane ticket i have to buy that's the last piece of the puzzle there you go it's and happening Bre- Bre- brenna brenna bets in egypt and when i come back i'm gonna dot, be like a different org. woman i tell you I tell you, I already see a path. You better still be funny or I'll kick you right off the show. (laughs) I don't think I can (laughs) run away from funny. I'm pretty sure that I'm stuck with funny my whole life. But I I do, I have been considering new career paths or new like things that I should take interest in. Sherpa. Mm -hmm. Sherpa, no. I want to do healing arts. I think that's what I want to do. Okay. That sounds legit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm uh, looking forward to hearing about it when it's done. I guess. I, <laughs> yeah. Have a have a. Oh, believe me. For the I'll thing talk that's going to happen more. in a couple months, we got we got a whole bunch more shows for Too that much. happens. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll give all the updates as needed. Yes. 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 Hey, we're back. 2016. Woohoo! 2016. Thanks for listening. 
thanks for yeah being thank, people thanks to mr josh newton uh we'll, we'll have him back on again we'll finish up that conversation yeah uh r.i.p ken mccray david bowie let me kill meister everyone else fuck cancer yeah i guess oh shit <laughs> Change the subject. Yeah. R.I.P. My coworker Emily. Yeah, definitely, definitely to Emily Scott Wayland. Yeah, that, that's a that's a terrible tragedy. We got some cool stuff in store. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cannot speak to all of it. Did I already mention this? Maybe you I mentioned this. Should wait with bated breath. Yeah, we will yeah, all yeah. wait with bated breath. There's some breath. great stuff coming up. Scott Evans from Calhoun Wall City is going to be coming in. Um, Jason Myers. Oh yeah, he's, he's going to be returning. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, we got great stuff coming. Oh, Just stick with us. RadioNeutron.com for all the podcasts and the archives. Within the sound of my voice. iTunes. Uh, you can rate us, upgrade it. People help find out about the show that way. Uh, spread the word if you like it. If you don't, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> uh, we are on Facebook if you must. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah. I have a cold. That's it. Brenda has a cold. You'll see your lovely face next week. Thanks for listening. Keep, keep her tuned to Radio Note and uh, check you later. We'll check you later. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. Got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. But 
special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! Circles the globe in search of a listener! Can you hear me now? if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, I like totals. I like totals. I like totals.